Okay, hi. Today we'll be talking about the first chapter of Looking Like the Enemy, and Mia will bring the first topic of discussion. Before reading the book, I feel like we should look at the cover and like what goes goes through your mind and what do you think the title means or like the photo and what are your questions or anything you guys have any? Well, for me, when I looked at the cover, I was just like predicting in my head, just a Japanese family um, leaving their country and going to America and like starting a new life. And this is the book is just about like their journey and what they're feeling like. I also think that the cover um, of the Japanese family holding up an American flag is also very symbolic of what this book is going to be about. So I feel like that plays a huge role in what the subject of this book is talking about. Um, you see, I think, I don't know if this is like a symbol or not, but there's people doing like a peace line or two or whatever. I want to know what that means. Yeah. yeah and going like maybe, oh, my fault, Katie, you can go. Okay, uh, and going back to the, like, the American flag, uh, like the Japanese holding it, and it kind of it relates to the title a lot because, um, like during the war, like World War II, the Japanese and Americans were the enemy, like enemies to each other. Oh, oh, that's smart. I also feel like um, because like the family in this book, I feel like these pictures of children grew up in America. So yes, they are culturally Japanese, but. Also, they are American as well. It's just the clash of identities there. So what I was thinking was like, maybe the Japanese family in the cover was waving goodbye to their family and like leaving the country and starting their own life because of like the whole war or like the Um, camps that they started. So that's what I was just thinking. It's just a thought. How about, what do you guys think the title means, looking like the enemy? Um, I think it means that, um, like, like as I said before, like the Jap- uh, those Japanese children, like that family, when they moved to the, to like the, to America, they, uh, like when they became like kind of Americans, I think that's what it means. Like they're, uh, it's kind of like the, they're moving to like the enemy's country just to have like a better life. Than them. Okay. Yeah, going off what Caden said, yeah, going off what Caden said, I think, like, Japanese was, like, going to America, to, like, the enemy's country, just as disguised as a good family, so they have a perfect and normal life, as you can say, differ from their own country, since everything was going so bad, so they had to move. I see. I also feel like um, these are quite literally looking like the enemy because the main character is viewing herself as American. So in this case, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. And so then America views Japan as their enemy. However, she is Japanese. So I feel like that creates a lot of self-conflict.
That's good. That's good. Do you guys have like a prediction on what the book is going to be about or how they feel? Um, I think that like um, it's they're going to have like the they have like a tough time to fit in, but I think once they get used to it, I don't know. I feel like they'll still have like a tough time because of their background from where they came from and stuff like uh, that. Like their cultural background, that also is going to yeah. be different. I feel like the effects from this are also like um will affect their whole lives basically because the first chapter the prologue actually opens about um how the main character struggles to talk about the time she was in an internment camp and just how like many years she had to learn how to repress her emotions and just from that I think that um that's something that was important to notice. Yeah. That's good. I feel like uh, now that we've oh I'm sorry. Oh no, you can go. <laughs> um now that we've talked like um about the cover, um we should talk about the first chapter. And it went into depth of about Bastion Island. And what are your thoughts about Bastion Island? You well, in my opinion, I kind of think it's it's a nice community because, like, um, it's a small community, but it's a nice community because uh, the neighbors, uh, they help each other and uh, the sense of community is strength. Oh, I meant strong, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, um, yeah, anyone else? I feel uh, like... Yeah, I feel like... Oh, oh, you can go, Katie. You can go. No, sorry. Oh, okay. So then I just thought that Bastion Island was um, a very interesting place where the main character grew up because it just seems that, like, it's very sheltered from, like, the very city-like most parts of the country. And just the fact that the family owned a berry farm and were working very hard just to maintain their land it's just very heartbreaking to see that all of that was taken away from them when they had to move. Yeah. Yeah, and going back to uh, like the have, having a small community, I feel like that's like kind of like better to be raised there because it's like you know everybody and you kind of all help each other out. Yeah, I agree with all of you because like I like how the author. Um, ads in Venetian Island because that's where everyone grew up and that's the heart of their home. Yeah, everyone really helps supportive. each other, like everyone supports one another, everyone loves each other, and that's a good like character development, in my opinion. Also, like a major part is that while growing up, she didn't have any um thoughts about her race at all. She just yeah. quote unquote um. If I can pull out a quote here, my life in that idyllic setting was one of innocence and pleasure, just being one of the island kids. So it showed that like her race didn't really matter and that yeah. she was just able to live her normal life. And like um, her and her brother, uh, I think her brother, Yonichi, he, or they used to go to church and like they were they had a good bond with all the people and they um, sang all the songs there. 
But then um, after they came home and saw that their family or their parents were um, like acting different, everything just changed. And yeah. And that And what really like, um, what really like got to me is like, um, Venetian Islands was their home and like it's where people feel safe you know with like their families and their friends and then just one day out of nowhere you don't feel safe anymore like you feel vulnerable in your own home because like that's not a good feeling if you're vulnerable in your own home like you should be safe you should do whatever you want yes especially in your own home because that that's the one place you feel safe from the rest of the world and just having your home turn into a place where you feel more unsafe is just something that I can't imagine. Yeah. And your family and friends are like acting different or like going away. That's even like more hurtful, you know? Because like you lost your home. Now you're losing your family and your friends. Because like that's like messed up. Yeah, like there's people, you know, it's like tearing them apart. So it's uh, yeah. like giving them like like taking away their lives and everybody they know from each other all their bonds and like family love is taken away and Mm -hmm. i don't know how anyone can live without that i feel like that's like something necessary you need to like have a great like a good life you know you Mm -hmm. you need people to talk to somebody to like like, keep you company and but yeah when if if those get taken away everything kind of goes downhill Along like the same lines, because now that we've talked about it, how do you think um, the cultural differences from Japan and America affected Yonichi and the main character? Well, for me, since they have like their own cultural thing from Japan, I don't think they'll change it just because they're in America, you know? It's like, as a family, they should stick to their roots but at the same time, they also should, like, have freedom of what they should do. Mm-hmm. Also, just, like, because Japan has different familial uh, family values compared to America. And the quote is, is um, what you think about yourself is not nearly as important as what other people think about you. And I think that was just really um, good at exemplifying how Japanese family values are centered around the whole of the family, while America is more about the individual and themselves rather than um, focusing on people as a group. Yeah. Do you think that they would change since they moved? Do you think, like, their personalities and, like, their cultural background would change? Will yeah, I still like... keep... Oh, you can go ahead, Caden. Yeah, I feel like they would, like, kind of have to change. I mean, I don't think they would, like, change their culture, but I feel like they would change, like, um, kind of, like, how they live to fit in with the rest of the world, like, rest of the country. Just and so, they, so they're not kind of seen as, like, the outcasts and they're kind of, like, the, they fit in with the normal people. And I also feel like the significance of living on Basham Island is because it's small small enough to the point where they can keep their culture 
from Japan and just celebrated themselves since the island is pretty isolated too. Yeah, since like they grew up in like a small town, everyone knows each other, everyone like is really close. Now since they moved to America, they feel like they're the small people now. Like they don't know anybody there. That's gonna be very difficult to like communicate with others. Because they don't know about like the country and they don't know anybody there. Yeah, and only only having like a couple of Japanese friends or yeah is yeah, I would say difficult too. Because in the book, it talks about how their parents, since their parents grew up in Japan and have lived in Japan for a long time, they have trouble speaking to their neighbors because they can't speak English. And um, how Yonichi had a lot of trouble learning English. I just feel like that affects their daily lives too. But thankfully, um, the main character and her brother were eventually able to learn English, and I feel like that helped a lot. Um, moving on to the, the next question, what are your thoughts on how they found out Pearl Harbor was bo- was bombed, and like, what would you do if you were in their shoes? You know. To find out your own country was bombed, I would be, like, really upset and also mad at the same time. Because, like, why would someone bomb our your own country? And, like, what are you going to do? You're going to be all worried about your friends and family that the world might be ending, you know? Especially since it's, like, your home country, which is Japan, now attacking your residing country, which is America. It's even worse because like how bad things happen and people have a lot of racial prejudice against those people and I feel like that just isn't great (laughs) yeah it was sad because like they just came home from church and they see uh this like the stunned faces on their parents and like not knowing what what happened until they heard like the uh, the radio with the guy's booming face or booming voice of the reporter. Um, and like, it was important to develop good relationships um, with everyone, but like now all the good relationships with the neighbors and businesses or whatever associates would be tested. And um, now everyone will like choose, have to choose sides and whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like- all their yeah. bonds with their family and friends are going to be broken because it's all about survival at this point. Yeah, because uh, yeah, like when you when you move to a new country and then you and then when you finally kind of make friends and then all of a sudden uh, where you're from they they bomb your own, the country you're in and then just turns its back on you and and everybody kind of does. And, like, the main character even goes to talk about how, like, even if the people around her, like, her teachers and her classmates still acted the same, like, she didn't feel the same after that happened. Um, The quote is, even though all of my classmates and teachers were kind and behaved the same towards me, everything had changed inside of me. 
It was clear non-Japanese students shared my fear of the future or the shock of the sudden turn of events, but no one did anything to single me out or blame me. Yeah, okay, another so, quote. Oops, sorry. Oh, you can go, you can go. <laughs> um, another quote um, I found going off yours, Ellie. It says, we had tried so hard to promote favorable relationships between the Japanese community and our neighborhood, but I assumed all our efforts had been um, revived. I feel like that. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> never mind. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I feel it's like. a good thought. Yeah, especially because her family had placed an emphasis on treating people the same and being kind and being thoughtful to others. And that she feeling like it just all went to waste because of this one moment that she didn't even do. Yeah. Do you think that Pearl Harbor impacted her life? Like on an emotional level? I think for sure, because um, just in that moment too, when she discovered that um, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, yeah. I mean, she goes to say that that was one of the most impactful moments of her life, where like everything changed after that. Yeah, even the mom I um, read in the from the book is that usually Mitsunu, her mom, was lighthearted, gracious, and very practical about life, but she was different, of course, because of the unfolding crisis for Harvard. <laughs> you guys have good thoughts so okay so let's pretend that there was no bomb do you think that their family would still be connected or their lives would still stay the same without the bomb i think that without um japan bombing pearl harbor i think it would have still changed in some way but it would have changed to a lesser degree yeah i agree with that yeah, because uh, when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, that was like a very significant part of her life. And yeah, if that never happened, it would be a, which changed like, go, like, it would really change a lot in her life. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and um, if Japanese, <laughs> before uh, the crisis happened, there, their life was good, I guess. Um, I mean, it was, like, normal? Yeah, it was normal. And uh, it said that uh, in the book, my parents chose fashion to raise their family in order to protect us from the corrupting influences of modern life. But nothing could protect us from the events following December 7, 1941, the day Pearl Harbor was bombed. And, yeah... <laughs> What time are we at? Like, how long have we been doing this? Uh, we have. We just need ten more minutes left. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for my next question, um, do you guys like relate to like the book? Like, do you have like any memories of like family, or like you like seeing your family from other countries? If you have any, or like. Have you relate um have an experience growing up with like something that impacted your life? 
I feel like like right now with Corona is a good example of mm. this, especially because when Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, there was a lot of racial prejudice against Japan. Mm. And now since um, people are saying with Corona, this whole thing started with Asian people and it's oh. become like a racial thing against Asians. Mm-hmm. And it just really disappoints me to see that happen yeah, in our world today. Yeah, it's like they're scapegoat because they need somebody to blame the whole virus on and to blame for Halbron and that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just so they can feel like they they had nothing to do with it and they're all good. Like they're they're all fine. Yeah, I relate because like in the book, their homes were like destroyed and everything. All their bonds were broken. And like now... It feels like since we have since Corona outbreak, we have to like stay away or like stay six feet apart. You like can't go out. You can't see your friends. Kind of like that. Like our bond is like getting distant with each other. Oh. You know. So that's kind of like a relation. Mm-hmm. Do we have to do an outro? Yeah, in the last five mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Do you guys have, like, a favorite quote in the book so far? Or um, a, relate, a quote that you relate to on a emotional or physical level? I feel like sometimes as Asian Americans, we tend to have a lot of, some trouble, not a lot. But just um, saying, are we from our mother country or are we American? You know what I mean? Because a quote is, am I Japanese or am I American? This became the defining question I ruminated over daily. From my earliest memories, I had been both. And I feel like, especially in America, because not everyone is the same race or it's all different. And I feel like... Sometimes it has to, I don't know what I'm saying. That's okay, just spit out your thoughts. I just feel like it's the same conflict with the main character, so. Yeah. I mean, that's good thoughts. That's some good thoughts on what you have. So what do you what are your predictions for your for the next chapters? Do you have any predictions? I feel like after this turning point in which they um heard of what happened, that there's just gonna be a slow change as to how they're gonna go to their internment camps, how they're gonna leave their home and just yeah. what follows after that. And I think um there's gonna be oh they're gonna introduce more characters or like there's gonna be more um of other people's point of view you know yeah and i feel like it's an important thing to emphasize that it's a matter of just when they're going to leave it's not if they're going to leave but it's almost certain that they will be leaving too other places yeah going off of what both you said i feel like as the chapter goes 
the character development well there will be character development since like all of these are impacting their life and like they have to stay strong with each other i feel like that's going to be a good asset and there have there will be some good character development at the end yeah i think I think, Kate, you cut off of it. Um, Get that. Get that. (laughs) Keep it rolling. Oh, I wanted to talk about a part because um, there's this quote that's the character, um, every time a newscaster blasted the Japanese army for the shameful attack on Pearl Harbor and the destruction and loss of lives that resulted, I cringe. The caricatures of Japanese soldiers featured on the covers of such widely circulated magazines as Time showed them as jaundiced, bespeckled men with squinty slanted eyes. They had huge white buck teeth framed by a sardonic grin. The tiny button nose with high prominent cheekbones and large pointed head under a miniature grotesque military cap made the Japanese soldier look like a crazed monkey or an insane degenerate. So what are your opinions on that quote? Loki, it looks like like they described like a scary man taking them or like about to abduct them, you know? <laughs> That's just for me. What happened to Aiden? What? Do you have any opinions on the quote? Um, uh, not really. I mean, kind of like you, you already. I mean, it does sound like a very like scary person. And going off of but, what? Yeah, oh, I mean, sorry, Kaden. Um, no, 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 that's good. Going anything. off with what you said, Josh, I feel like this was just a way for America to push its propaganda to like instill hatred for the Japanese people so they could proceed with the World War Two. That's good. How do you think the people felt if okay, so say you had to move out of your country. You had to leave all your friends and family behind. How would you react? Or how would you feel? I mean, I would feel horrible because if I, if I mean, personally, if I had to do that, it would kind of feel depressed. And like, I, I wouldn't know where I would fit into the new place that I like, moved to. So, I mean, I could, like, I can't imagine, like, how she felt when she had to move away from Japan to go to America. Yeah, I relate to um I, going off from Kaden. Um, it's gonna be hard to transition. Like, you're gonna leave all your friends and family behind that you were so close with and that you bonded to a new country, and that a lots of people live in, and you're just like the outcast that you have to try to fit in with the group, and like you have to change to be a part of something, you know, that. It's going to be hard to communicate with others. And, like, since you're a different race, it's going to even be much harder, you know? Yeah, I think that's good, Josh. I I would say that I would feel pretty betrayed even because growing up, like, 
they're American. Like, yes. <laughs> and so then just the fact that America is the one that's turning their backs on them and forcing them to go into tournament camps when they themselves haven't even done anything to instigate any of this, it's just... It doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> But I kind of like back to the real life. I kind of relate to this because I had to move to a different state and I lost um um what's that called friendships. But like I'm still kind of close with them. But like at the same time, I'm not really close with them because like it was like my childhood home, and then I had to transition into a new life or a new part of my life. So it was kind of hard to transition and like to communicate with others. Cause I didn't know really anyone, but not, but right now, I'm good. So I kind of relate to the book. So you guys wanna do the outro now? Well, we can start the outro. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, thank you guys for listening. This was the last four brain cell podcast. How we discussed our predictions, what we thought about the books, and chapter one. Stay tuned for the our next podcast. Yay! <laughs> We're done. Yes, sir. I'm gonna end it now. Okay. That's exactly the okay. So you guys take care. Mm-hmm.